0: Sharon, Jay, did you know that podcast backwards is T-sacked up?
1: <laughs> I hadn't thought about it, yes, Jay. Yes, you
0: know what
2: it means?
1: What? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll bring meaning to this episode of the Mornings Rock podcast because we got to chat with some really cool artists, first of which, The Damn Truth, were in studio. Also got to chat with Sass Jordan on the phone. And how about uh, well, you know what? We're going to see if spouses line up with their hobbies. Okay. And ahead of the holidays, we're looking back on some of those board games that get you heated, heated, <gasps> fisticuffs.
0: Okay, I did some more googling. Uh oh. T sacked up. Yeah. Still means fuck all. <laughs>
1: Noted <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening
3: This is the Morning's Rock podcast From show 97.7 You
0: know Sharon and I get accused often And it's it's a good thing of having a, An amped up energy kind of vibe But I think we just took it to 11 About New two minutes ago level
1: yeah so cool We've got the damn truth in the red. Woo! So we're going to talk about what they got coming up After we hear them straight up Heart is cold the Damn Truth on Shulm 97.7. This is Mornings Rock with Jay, Sharon, and Chantel. We've got The Damn Truth in studio. With me and Jay, you got your Tom, got your Leland, got your Dave, got your PY over there because they're live on their Facebook and we're live on our Facebook page. So good morning, you guys. Good morning. Good, good morning. morning.
4: So this
0: is what daylight looks like because I know you don't see it very often, <laughs> <laughs> but this is this is legit daylight.
5: I, mean, I, I do see it very often. I'm about six, man. Six a.m. <laughs> I'm, I'm crawling <laughs> in the
3: bed at this time, usually. My like night owl for real. <laughs>
1: Well, you guys have been super busy. I was saying before that the last time we saw you live on Facebook, your own Facebook, was in the airport coming home from the UK, right? That's true. And that That's was super cool true. because... Uh, News uh, from uh, Rolling Stones sharing of uh, of you.
5: Uh, oh my, tagging goodness.
1: you right on yes. the, for the list of. Oh my gosh! It was
5: a, yeah, that was a moment of disbelief and shock and absolute uh, joy. And I'm so glad that we did catch that on video because I was giddy like a little girl, and I was also <laughs> terrified that it was something like a fluke or it didn't actually happen on my phone. And as I got the notification, I was like, threw my phone at Tom saying, "Please do something with this, save it because I know I'm going to erase it." That it might not exist in a minute, <laughs> yeah. so it was one of those moments does, of incredible.
0: Does a mention like that send ripples through your world, where you start to hear from all the different corners of your own musical worlds, where people are like, "Dude, did you see? Like Rolling Stone, Rolling Stone did this for you
5: guys." Yeah, I mean, kind of in yeah. a way. Of course, it's 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 well, I mean, it's a huge uh, platform and it's an incredible sort of legitimizing uh, moment, I think. Yeah. Uh, for us, it was very, very, very cool. cool. Very cool. I well, well, usually <laughs>
6: hear about these kind of things from friends, so that. that's. That's why it was so bizarre for us to hear about it first, you know, because usually it's like my mom will call me like, hey,
4: did you know? And I'm like, no, but that's cool. I think
3: (laughs) one of the coolest things about about that thing was the timing of it, because we just had our first ever sold out show in London, England. That's right. What an incredible feeling. I mean, we're on the other side of the world, people singing along to the songs, and it was just, I mean, we didn't sleep that night. We headed to the airport straight away after the show and just to kind of see that notification on your phone and get that uh, uh, get that recognition was amazing. Well
1: it's funny that I would imagine that any of the people at any of the shows sold out or otherwise uh, would call it validation like as fans were validated because we know what we know about our love for you guys and how great you are live so that you know for us was like of course this is happening it's really great (laughs) but of course it's happening now, prior to COVID, we know that you had a, a big trip planned and it was supposed to be longer than it was, but the results were the album and the time spent with Bob Rock. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And that album, come on, this album is amazing. Oh, thank it's just you so, so good. Thank and. You. Someone told me, Ralph, that uh, <laughs> that you've got plans for more travel to spend more time with
5: Bob Rock. Yes, absolutely. We are uh, we're finalizing the details, but it's hopefully happening in February. We're going back <gasps> wow. for, for for a full album this time, not just half, which we could you know do in four so- in four days. It's going to be it's going to be the full the full thing, and we are so excited. That's so. Since we've been back, that's kind of why you haven't heard from us a lot in the last couple of weeks since we arrived because we've just been hunkering down in the studio and you know putting in the 9 to 5 to get ready for when,
0: Bob <laughs> when you say when you say you're putting in the 9 to 5 you really are because when, when when you guys arrived we were talking about it being your birthday happy birthday
5: happy yeah. birthday thank you so
0: you're hanging here then you're going to go get some croissants and some coffee and then you're going right to the studio so exactly. you guys it, it never stops
5: no it can't it can't But not not that we want it to I mean yeah. this is all we want to be doing so if we can keep doing this day in day out believe me we're all much happier people
4: we like to call it grandma's house so it doesn't feel like work. <laughs> right on.
5: Aww, that's cute. Um,
1: so you're booked for a couple of spots at the Corona. Yes. One coming up in like just a couple of weeks on December 10th, right with the Andy Kim Christmas show. That's
5: right. Which we is are, super cool. I was so excited. It's really an honor to be invited. Um, I don't think either of us have ever been. No. So for us, it's really, it's like one of those galas that you hear about, uh, especially growing up in Montreal. You hear about this every year yeah. happening. And I it was always, wow, I, I would love to go one day. And now here we are. We're going to get to perform. And we got the invite. And we're super excited. And Will you do a Christmas song?
0: Will you guys do it? I don't
5: think so. Don't know? I don't think it's so. It's not a requirement, not though, right? No, it's no, not. not. Some, some do some don't. Yeah. yeah. I really I really some don't know. Do. That I don't we haven't received much guidelines except that we're going to be doing two or three songs. So that we're very excited about I've been that. to a few of those shows yeah. and they're
1: always very yeah. good and it's such a it's like a community experience of everybody just supportive of another and Andy Kim is like this super cool cat who's got these years and years decades of experience of songwriting and performing and he's genuinely happy and pleased that everybody's there. Like, thank you. Really grateful for people coming out. So oh, it's wonderful. And it's for such a great
5: cause. Eh? Yeah. So Starlight, right? That's right.
1: Wonderful. Starlight
4: Foundation. Yeah. So Starlight Foundation.
1: that's happening December 10th. Yes. Further down the line, yes. I guess I guess it'll be when you come back from uh,
5: spending with time the, with Bob Rock that you're booked right. for March 3rd at the Corona, right? Absolutely. And we've got a whole Quebec tour lined up for the, the next, like, for the three, four weeks after that. But actually, the Homecoming show is the first of that Quebec tour. So we are very, very excited. It's been a long time since we played Corona. I think last time it was my, uh, my infamous stage dive. Um, so uh, <laughs> we might... Uh, I, I just can't wait. I love that room so much. I love that theater. I love Playing there, I love stumbling home after the afterwards. <laughs> just down the road, I absolutely, I adore it, and I cannot wait to play for our Montreal people. We miss you guys so much.
1: Well, we're super happy to have you back. We're super happy, happy to have you in the studio, and uh, I, I'm not sure if Tom travels everywhere with his guitar, but we're super happy he did it today. <laughs> yeah. He does though. So, uh, if you wouldn't mind. Play yes. us a little something. Thank you very much for being here today, yes. you guys. Thank and again, to uh, to spend some time with them and Andy Kim is December 10th at the Corona. You can follow uh, Instagram, Facebook, everywhere to find out where the damn truth is going to be. Easy to find. And thanks again for being
5: here. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. And happy birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday.
4: To make it all go away, shoot your mood, but not lead you astray. Well, you just need to let it all hang out, just scream and shout and dance about those tears that you cry. up in the blink of your eye. The only thing that's certain, the world.
3: This is the
0: Mornings Rock Podcast from Show 97.7. It has been my experience, Sharon, that there are pretty much only two types of couples in the world. Two types of partnerships. The partnerships where they're always together. They do the same stuff. They love to hang out. And the other couples. The (laughs) ones where he goes to Newfoundland fishing once a year. And she does a week with the girls. And they tend to have their own separate interests. Not that one is any better than the other. Right. Whatever, whatever works for you. Mm-hmm. I think I fall into the camp of, I spent a ton of time with my wife. Mm-hmm. She's my best friend. And I don't say that to score points. I say that also knowing that she wasn't when we got married. She, she wasn't was, your best friend? No, definitely not. It's just the girl I was in love with and I married.
1: Right. But over time, yeah.
0: we became best friends. I guess that you know that happens. You know this. You raise totally. kids together. You go through all these experiences together. Oh, yeah. And hopefully you end up being best friends. But- this is an interesting couple, and you sent this story my way about this couple in Florida. This is pretty cool. They're the hungry couple, and they both have broken competitive eating records. Interesting, huh?
1: It <laughs> makes, makes for a short dates, I think. <laughs> short, short couple nights when, when he can, you know... What did she eat? What was her her record She's was? She's in the, the record burrito. For,
0: yeah, an entire burrito in thirty one point four seven seconds. Oh god, that's. Hubby gonna... ate twelve hot dogs in three minutes. A dozen steamies. I just
1: who's in that couple? Who has dibs on the bathroom first?
0: Foreplay is uh, a <laughs> babe. Yeah, where's the Pepto?
1: <laughs> What's that sound? That's my stomach. <laughs>
0: So we're curious, do you and your you and your partner have an unusual, extreme, or even just just plain old trivial hobby that you guys that you guys share together.
1: Is it that thing that sets you apart from your friends? Yeah, maybe. That makes them a little bit like, hey, hey, honey, we should try what they're doing. Right. Or something. Think about it while you're on your golf trip.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and think about that when you're on your golf trip. So what my wife and I do is um, we repurpose stuff and, and do DIY stuff together. And by together, I mean uh, she points it out on the side of the road. I stop the car. <laughs> I stand on the road and she looks at me and I, I point at it. and I go, looks pretty good. And she's like, good. And then I lift it up. I'm that guy on the side of the road that's, you know how you see people on the side of the road, like picking up a shelf? Yeah. That's usually me. And then it ends up in my living room
1: looking completely different.
0: It gets completely completely repurposed. And either it goes somewhere, it gets given to somebody or it's uh, sold.
1: So when you see what your job then is to see that it's there's some potential and Sherry's job is to like complete the visualization of that potential cuz she's very talented. Thank you. And, and on you, her
0: behalf. I don't know well, why. Yeah. I thank you. But <laughs>
1: She's followable on Instagram, Share Bear's World, right? Yeah. Um and she even even the uh, wreath that she posted on your front door the other day. It's the that skill of a person that can take something and make it look so good and simple, but it's not easy to do that stuff.
0: I love I mean as 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 her husband, I love that it's all stuff from Dollarama. I'm like, "You go, babe. <laughs> all the all the crafts you want to do, all the stuff you want to build." If Dollar is your source, yeah. I love it. But yeah, I basically I'm a, I'm a typical guy in this situation. I put stuff in the car. I drive places. I watch. I take pictures. And I, I'm like I'm, I'm like playing Xbox or playing playing PlayStation. I'm like she's like oh I'm like oh oh looks good yeah oh you're done that's really coming <laughs> I love I love how that old couch became a loom how did you how did you do that. Uh, So when we come back, I want to find out if you guys are doing this at your place, Sharon, and let us know. Text us or call us if there's like a strange... Oh, here's one from 1197.7. (laughs) I met my wife. Yeah, this is great. I love you jumping on it. I met my wife at a board game club. Ooh. Nearly all of our dates were at a board game cafe. That's interesting. Yeah. We now have a board game collection of about 200 games. Filling an entire wall of bookshelves. Wow. Love the show. You're my Sudoku. Oh, thank you guys. <laughs> I don't know what that game is, but. But thanks. Yeah.
1: I We went to, uh, on our vacation in the summertime, we went to a place, visited our friends in New Brunswick, and they took us to a restaurant that had not only seemingly a thousand clocks in the washroom, okay, uh, but the whole place had games, had board games. So this couple would love that restaurant. I'm going to text them back and let them know where to go. Oh, I love this. Destination spot. It was really cool. Great food and everything. But like going in, you're like, I guess I want to play a game because that they were
0: <laughs> everywhere. So cool. This is great. So we'll, we'll take you back to the beginning of, of your relationship. What kind of uh, hobbies do you share with your partner? From Jeff, my girlfriend and I love watching horror movies together. We have from day one. Love you guys. Thank you, Jeff. I can't watch horror movies, man. I just, at my house? We do this thing where we're like, a trailer comes on for a horror movie, and we're both like, nope. Both of you, eh? Nope. Yeah, I just, I just, I can watch one. I mean, I've watched them over the years, but I, I would never seek one out. Yeah. I just don't like jump scares. I don't like the Saw movies. My son would make no, me watch no, them no, with no, him. No, no, Because I, I do this. Ha! <laughs> ha! Yeah. Oh, Anything, but you want to be supportive. <laughs> yeah, like I could watch a thousand people get shot with lasers or lightsabers or photon torpedoes. But when it's anything like a trap or the hand yeah. is going to get, you know what I mean? Anything yeah. that looks like it could physically be possible, exactly. Or you, or you watch it happen, the injury. Yeah, I just I'm like, oh. Yeah, I'm the same. Yeah, I'm Deb
1: too. So that works out. So we don't ever have to watch anything. What like do you? That.
0: Do you guys have a hobby that you share?
1: Um, we'd like to do a lot of our stuff together. Actually, there's certainly we have uh, friends that will. Um, you know, lunch with separately, yeah. but it's funny that those friends that you might have lunch with separately would totally be down with everybody all together, too. So, right, yeah, our uh, our paths are quite entwined. Uh, hobbies that are that are unique to us, well, we like again, we like to do everything, so we travel well together, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we hike well together, which is great because hiking's a, a bit specific, yeah. You know, when it comes to like being out of your element, out of you know, one hundred percent comfort. Let's say, mm-hmm. um, what else do you like to do? So, hiking
0: is a normal couple activity, but if you were to bring home dead animals and stuff them, that would be that would be the unusual hobby. That would, that would be the
1: unusual. Yeah, it. so yeah, we're yeah. not
0: we're not that unusual. Also be a little Dahmer-esque. and nobody wants that as a hobby.
1: Nobody wants that as a neighbor. <laughs> the
0: one him and his dad shared that wasn't a. a great oh really? Hobby. Eh? My I new hobby. This that. from eleven ninety seven set "My new hobby and I." We've played a few thousand games of rummy. The one with tiles, not the card game. This is since we met. We play in the morning, lunchtime, at night. It's time to chat and work our brains.
4: Hmm. I By like the way, that.
0: that doesn't mean we're boring. We're far from it. Okay. I never said hey. No judgment.
1: We have a game actually between the two of us called First Date. Okay. Because you know, after, if you're once you're together for a while, you get comfortable Mm -hmm. and things happen and funny situations present themselves. And so you take those funny situations and you bring them to what's called first date. Like, imagine if that happened on our first date.
0: Okay, that's interesting. (laughs) And fill
1: in the blanks and it could go anywhere. And certainly a lot of the stuff we we couldn't ever, when that's what makes it funny, is we say, we can never tell anybody this story (laughs) that this is what we're talking about because it's just ridiculous stuff. So it's that sort of weirdo humor that. Keeps it strong, Jay.
0: Let's finish with this one. Um, my wife and I largely ran out of random stuff to share. Hmm. So on regular occasions, we just make noises together. <laughs> and thank you for including examples.
4: Things like, I'm going to do my
0: best here. I'm hoping you wrote these phonetically. Ning. <laughs> Schmort. That sounds like fun. I'm going to take that one home. Schmort. <laughs> how, was, how was the show today? Schmort.
1: <laughs> That's great. Part of I think as a, as a work couple, Jay. I think we as a threeple. Even when Chantal's <laughs> in the room, we've got noises that we all understand that we're making. So
0: from eleven ninety seven seven, well, my wife and I love to ride motorcycles together. It's that way we can't talk.
1: <laughs> Sometimes it's important to know when you need to not talk.
0: How about as this? As much as
1: you like spending time together,
0: I heard you play this game. My wife and I would play this crazy game where she makes me wait to see how long she can get ready (laughs) and then we see how long it takes for me to snap
1: that's funny yeah but i relate to it
0: that sound you hear is me sitting by the front door jangling the keys (laughs) come
2: on i'm wearing my coat for an hour well
0: that's not me though by the way
1: i'm the one that takes a little bit longer to get ready
0: clearly worth it
1: (laughs) but you're welcome uh (laughs) but to prove myself because i'm also competitive Deb's reaction is always like, oh, it's going to take forever. (laughs) Like it's a process. And yes, it is a process. But yes, also it's worth it. So I timed myself the whole thing. Start to finish. Shower, uh, moisturize, hair, dress, makeup, everything. Start to finish. And I'm coming in at under 30.
0: Wow. Yeah. So knowing you as I do... (laughs) And I applaud this, by the way, because this is how Sharon works. I'm going to gather all the facts, then present them to you and prove why you're wrong. (laughs) So did you tape the entire process or did you tape task by task. Like, was the shower one timed? The, the yeah, makeup yeah, yeah, yeah. Was... Oh, I broke oh it down. God. So
1: I would know because I'm like, well, maybe I'm losing my mind. Maybe I do take a long time. <laughs> but I, I did like laps in the timer. <sighs> oh, so you set great. the timer to go and you go, okay, lap two. So shower, finished, boom. Like it was like seven minutes or something and then moisturize was like four and the hair was like nine. And makeup, also less than nine. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: not a night out. It's a game show.
1: It's <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, we both won that. I can beat that time.
0: <laughs> All right, Luke's been waiting a little while.
2: Good morning, Luke. Good morning, Jay. How are you, buddy? Good, very good. Hi, Luke. Hey, Sean. What's going on?
0: Not much, not much. <laughs> so, tell us about your your hobbies. Like, do you and your wife share them?
2: Oh my God, we shared almost everything. Uh, I love uh, motorcycle, and I introduce her to it. And since then, she loves it. Uh, we go out together. We go do everything together. A few things we don't do together. Uh, I mean, I like to shoot pool. She doesn't really like that. Or I play poker. She doesn't really like card games. But most of it, we do everything together. So go back
0: to the motorcycles for a second. Do you guys, does she yeah. ride on the back or does she have her own hog?
2: Uh, okay, she's got her own hog. And that was her, pres- her wedding gift. I gave her a Harley Davidson as a wedding gift. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. (laughs) I drove into the hall with it. Did she want Uh, a Harley Davidson as a wedding gift? uh, She was ecstatic. I guess she wanted it.
1: So, Luke, you're saying (laughs) you rode into the hall of your wedding on the Harley?
2: Yep. Yep. Wow. On her Harley or yours? (laughs) No, hers. The one I gave hers. Wow. That's so cool. Interesting visual. She was. She almost ran away because of the noise. She wasn't sure what was <laughs> yeah, happening. Yeah, they're so loud. <laughs> yeah,
3: that's yeah, awesome. What is like...
2: what is your wife's name? Nellie. And how long have you guys been married? We're married since 2018. We met uh, in 2013. And Unusual. We met online.
5: Oh, cool! Wow.
0: So you've been yeah. you've been together almost a decade. That's
2: amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And love is strong. And
5: that's cool. Well, thank you for
2: sharing all of that yeah. with us, my man. Hey, no problem, and it's a pleasure. And as always, man, show them
3: rocks like crazy. Love you guys. At a dash of Montreal, a handful of rock, and some impromptu laughs, <laughs> and you get morning's rock with Jay, Sharon, and Chantel. Show ninety seven seven. A
0: thousand people were asked. What board game most likely to get you into an argument?
1: Every one of them. (laughs) I like winning.
0: What do you think (laughs) the board game most likely to cause an argument would be? It's probably the one you're thinking of immediately is probably the one.
1: I was going to say Monopoly.
0: It is that. Yep. It is 100% that. You know the problem with that is? You know why people fight, I think, playing Monopoly? Because they always want to be the banker. The banker is part of it, but I think that if you ever play Monopoly with someone other than the people you normally play with, Mm -hmm. they'll say something along the lines of, oh, well, this is our rules. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Right? Everybody's (laughs) got their own
0: freaking Monopoly rules. Yep. Oh, we don't go to jail. Oh, you're going to jail. No, you're going to jail, all right, and you're paying your freaking mortgage, too.
1: (laughs) And then I'm going to put a hotel on it. yeah. (laughs) We were all like little land sharks (laughs) when we're little. Like, we had no idea what the ramifications of that as an adult possibility for a job were. But, like, I wanted to be the banker. I loved the money.
0: Yeah. One of the biggest fights I ever had as as a kid, I was 13. I was at Kevin Wigalter's place and we're playing Monopoly. And I thought it'd be a really cool strategic move to hide some money under the board. (laughs) My money. I didn't steal it from the bank. Oh, okay. It's my money. But I just had a couple of five hundos smart. underneath the board. That's smart. So when he's like, you bankrupt, I'm like, ha ha, no, I'm not. And I pulled the money out, and he immediately thought I was cheating. Flip the board over, get out of my house. No, and, like, threw me out of his house. How old are you? I remember driving on my PMX? I'm like, oh, Kevin, it's such, a, it's so mean. I'm never gonna get go like, I was like 13. <laughs>
1: I like how you ride a bike. <laughs>
0: well, my bum's off the seat. Are it's a BMX. Very- well, it's I know. I'm, it's because I'm very upset, Sharon, <laughs> as I'm driving home. I'm going to go home and I'm going to have ramen and <laughs> cheese and I'm going to drink milk and I'm going to watch Battle of the Planets.
1: In a funny twist, that's Jay's adult life,
0: too. <sighs> yes, that is a lie. Those are other things that I do. So BuzzFeed just did a list of, along with the, the friends at uh, a place called HobbyLark.com, to talk about what the most intense board games in the world are to start fights between friends and family. Monopoly in at number one. Mm-hmm. one two, three, four, five. Top seven, at number seven, Pictionary.
1: Pictionary because it's no fun if you end up with someone who can't draw on your, on your team.
0: Everything you draw looks like a dog. <laughs> Vic, six is chess.
1: I don't even know how to play chess. I'd love to know how to play chess.
0: It's very classy.
1: Exactly. I'd love to be classy.
0: You know, I just watch just watch Queen's Gambit. That's all you I need did. to. That's everything you need to know about chess because you play it on the roof while you're sleeping. That's the thing, and you do a lot of drugs. <laughs> Trivial Pursuit. Ooh, I love that. I don't know why people would fight about that one. I don't. I don't quite get it. Remember, there was that
1: situation in Seinfeld where George was playing the Bubble Boy.
4: <laughs> yes. And
1: there was a typo on the card. Card says Moops. <laughs> it's Mores, you idiot.
0: <laughs> card says Moops. <laughs>
4: Uh, he was an idiot though if
0: I could get out of this bubble (laughs) I wasn't trapped in this bubble but you are you are in the bubble Jenga made the list how the hell does Jenga make the list
1: because you're supposed to play like it's somewhat competitive right because everybody has to take something and play something but god you can see how the stress would
0: build up ah yeah okay sorry exactly also on the list it is I love sorry I don't remember that one.
1: I just said that very Canadian, like, sorry. I
0: love sorry, eh? I love sorry. Sorry's great, mm, eh? Sorry,
1: but, hey, you know what? Sorry, but sorry's my favorite.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for your text at 11977, the most popular answer. 100 people surveyed the number one answer on the board. It's got to be a Monopoly. Survey. Survey says...
1: But we got one from Natalie who says, I love playing games, so I taught my daughters card games and board games when they were young. House rule is mommy plays to win. <laughs> Made the mistake of teaching them to play Risk. It only took them a few games to figure out that they could make coalitions to work together to knock mom out of the game. Leaving me crying, that's so unfair. You guys hanged up on me. Uh, it's funny. That's great. Uh, they do the same thing in... Uh, Catan, isn't that Chantel's favorite game? That oh, is such a dumb Travelers, game.
5: Travelers, Soldiers, or... Settlers
0: of Catan. Settlers of Catan. Settlers of Catan, or as I like to call it, does anybody want to buy some wheat? <laughs> Thank you for your calls as well, and we appreciate your patience holding. So, Van, what is the game that you think always causes a fight at your place?
2: Categories. Categories. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Every single answer... Everybody's debating their point, and you need you need a dictionary. And most of the time, you can't find the word that people um, wrote in the dictionary, so you still debate over the word. You know what we do?
0: <laughs> we vote.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, but then you still have people debating, complaining, and, well, I've been uh, in a lot of uh, verbal fights.
1: <laughs> it starts off as friendly debate and ends off going home.
4: Absolutely. <laughs> Please, I'm going
1: please. home.
0: <laughs> hey, thanks for being part of the show today. It's a pleasure. Show them rock. Have a great day. You too, guys. Hey, Richard. Yes? So the game that you <laughs> think causes a fight every time is what?
2: I, I, you know
6: what? Risk causes
2: some fights here and there. There's so many versions of risk that sometimes people will, you know, have the rules of one within another, one of the risk versions, I think and, that, goes, that uh,
0: goes with all games. If you don't follow the rules, there's always going to be interpretation and argument.
2: Yeah. Exactly. It's the interpretation. You're right. Except for, although I do agree, though, with you guys that Monopoly is definitely the worst because everybody has their own rules. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> if if you are we playing Monopoly, though, what, let's do it on three. If you're playing Monopoly, what piece do you have to be? One, One, two, the three. Car. Wheelbarrow. We
1: didn't have, we didn't have, we had like colors. What? So I was going to say eh. purple. Monopoly? Yeah, we what? had a really old game, purple really? wood thing.
2: Oh my god!
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> it was either the car for me or the shoe.
0: Are you sure you even have Monopoly? I it think was- I think you guys lost all the pieces and you're using the men from Sorry. Maybe we
6: were Budgetopoly. Oh <laughs> <laughs> when I was a kid, we were so poor. How poor were you? We had purple pieces for Monopoly. <laughs>
1: I was the clothespin.
2: (laughs) Thank you for the call, man. Have a great day. (laughs) Thanks, you too.
3: Bye, Bye, Richard. Bye, guys. A Kansas man received stitches over the weekend after he was hit by his cousin's girlfriend during a game of Monopoly. The girl was going to spend the night in jail, but got out of it by rolling doubles. From the West Island to the East End, Montrealers wake up with Jay, Sharon, and Chantal. This is the Mornings Rock Podcast,
0: shown 97.7. As we get to look at just some of the bands that have been announced for the Andy Kim Christmas Show, which happens next Saturday, a week from tomorrow. That will be the 10th of December.
1: I just want to give you a little taste of something that's uh, the most recent sounds of Sass Jordan. That i still That voice, man, in fine form, as usual. So she will be uh, amazing in concert for the Andy Kim
0: Christmas show. And thanks again to The Damn Truth, who were in with us earlier this week. And they, by the way, are going to be at Cunningham's this weekend as the Grinders, Tom and Layla.
1: That's like a a total win-win situation. They are good. Cunningham's great. Actually, everybody's great.
0: Everybody, you're great.
1: Now, here's the thing. We got the hotline ringing. The hotline blinging. Let's go. Uh, let's see. Uh,
6: hello? Good morning.
3: <laughs>
6: Sass, <laughs> Jordan, there you are. Hey, you guys. Yeah. Are you just quiet or is my phone... I'm turning my phone up. Okay. Okay. <laughs> can I hear you? How about yeah. now? Yeah. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Yay! It's, it's, it's not like super loud or anything, but I mean, I can hear you enough to answer some questions. I'm late. I'm late for a very important date. And you know whose fault it is? It's Mr. Ken Cotter. Ken Cotters. That bastard. <laughs> are, yeah. um, that rat bastard.
1: I'm going to give him the what for when I see him. <laughs> <laughs> because I got
6: we to are... you know, I let you go. You got to go talk to your people at show. And I'm like, yes, I do. Get <laughs> off the funk.
0: We're anyway, so excited call. for you to be part of the Andy Kim Christmas show.
6: What say that again because I was talking over you as
0: usual. We are so excited for you to be part of the Andy Kim Christmas show.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you know what? It's gonna be amazing to have you back in Montreal. I was lucky yeah. enough to see you when you did the t- the anniversary tour for Racine, which was amazing.
6: Oh, that was the storyteller tour thing? Yeah. Oh my God.
1: It was awesome.
6: With my glasses, yeah, and
1: granny <laughs> her glasses, I'm like, oh my god! But if anybody makes like teleprompter years. if anybody makes glasses cool, man, it's you. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> so listen, <laughs> when when swearing? you look at oh my when god. you look at the Andy Kim Christmas show, <laughs> have you decided what you're gonna what you're gonna perform that night? Or are you gonna? Nah, I'm gonna wing it.
6: Good. Oh, of course for you will. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm, it's one I'm not winging it. It's Wong. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. No, uh, yes, I know, but I can't tell you because if I told you, I'd have to kill you because then you'd know too much. Okay. Good. Well, I we don't want to be
1: killed on a Friday. No. So.
6: You do not want to be killed, especially not before the show. Thanks.
1: No, <laughs> exactly. And we are booked to go, so we'll look forward to seeing you there. But my question is that the way the setup is for the Andy Kim thing is that people come on and sometimes they'll have their full band with them or sometimes they'll be pared down. Can you give us a little hint on that? Are you coming full band or are you coming pared down?
6: See, here's the amazing and glorious thing about this is I haven't got the faintest idea about any of it yet. That's amazing. I love how how easygoing with it you are. I know I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> no idea what I'm doing, but I guarantee you, once I'm there, I'll know exactly. I'll be running a tight ship. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, guys, like I, there's a house band. Yeah, okay, so. And um, they will be playing, as far as I know, they will be playing one of the songs or both of the songs with me. I'm not sure. Because we're doing two songs. Right. So that I do know, and I do know what they are. I'm just being a big fat, you know, (laughs) wing. That's funny. Because it's more fun. It's just more fun. It's more interesting. I don't want to hear that you work so hard on it. I just want you to come out and pretend like you have no idea what you're doing, but you're just flipping great anyway. Well, Listen,
1: no doubt about that. Not
6: to right? change
0: not to change wait, the tone wait, wait, wait. too much of the conversation, Sass, but we, we have you to ask you because because you're here and you had such a personal <laughs> connection with him and the rest of us just loved his music so much. The passing of Taylor oh, Hawkins, Taylor. a guy that you you really he he got his start with you. Mm-hmm. hmm And the yeah. amazing tributes that poured out, including yours. Yeah.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I still uh it's still uh I don't it's still hard to process I, like I can't it's hard for me to imagine that he's not here because we would go for a long time but we had no contact and then he just pops out up he would pop up out of the blue text yeah. me or call me and uh I like to pretend he's just you know busy right now
5: That's a good that's
1: a good way to to think of it. I think it's probably healthy too because uh. it gets it gets you focused on on the possibilities, it keeps you focused on the positive yeah.
6: and all that he was to you. He was, he was, I mean, like, I don't need to say this, I'm pretty sure the entire world said it, but T- Taylor was just a ball of light, you know? And everybody loves him. I don't know anyone that didn't love Taylor, you know what I mean? So, yeah. And as, uh, it, yeah, he's as, gone, okay, I can't believe that, but anyway. As someone that's
0: that sung in yeah. front of Taylor Hawkins when he performed with you, what was it like seeing his son, who's going to be a monster on the drums? That must have really hit you too.
6: Yeah, you know, Shane. I have photographs of his <laughs> son that Taylor sent me because, like, he would send me pictures. You know, like, you know, that's what you do when you're on tax. He's like, look at this. Anyways, and I still haven't seen the thing of him playing. I don't. I can't. I can't deal with it yet. Really. Wow. Mm.
1: Well, well I, I, I'm sure that you've been told already, but brace yourself when you do and be ready because you'll probably watch it over and over.
6: Mm, it's not Taylor, though. <laughs> no, that's Yeah, I true. get that. I get that. And Taylor is the person that I know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. So bring it back. He'll probably, he'll probably be the new drummer in that band.
1: It could happen. It could happen. Well, it would make sense. I, you know, I mean, it would make sense. See, that's the that's the part I meant about possibilities. You can think of possible right. stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. Now, SASS, we are not long away. We are one week and one day away from December tenth. So, not long for you to be back in Montreal, and we'll super look forward to that. Wow, yes. <laughs>
6: oh, that is awesome.
1: <laughs> and we'll look forward to notes just like that one too. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Thank you so I much. I believe I can do that. I'm still amazed hey. every single time I do that. I'm like, whoop! Sounds like a, like it sounds like a, a mouse um, <laughs> whose um, testicles are being squeezed.
1: <laughs> the tiny squeeze. Doesn't it? the tiny. <laughs> Smoke
6: like squeeze. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: my God, you're so funny! Thank you so much for <laughs> uh, for calling us this morning. We appreciate that, and we'll look forward to seeing you at the Corona for the Andy Kim Christmas Show. That
6: sounds
1: great, guys! I can't wait to see everybody. Woohoo! Have a great Woo-hoo. weekend. Talk soon. Sounds Talk good. Soon.
3: For now. New music, movies, shows you cannot miss, and so much more. All courtesy of the biggest head in Montreal. We measured. Lots a huge noggin. has its own weather system. It's Cheese Jams.
0: Hey, kids. Hey. This week, it is time to hit Eau Trontois, The Fablemans have arrived. And more cheese, please. First up, it is Black Friday, Record Store Day. There are so many things to check out. Tons of box sets, reissues. Some highlights, David Bowie's A Divine Symmetry, box set covering the period around Hunky Dory. The Cure's Wish, 30th Anniversary Edition, three CDs, original album, two discs of bonus material. And the one that jumped out for me, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, live at the Fillmore 1997 covers the group's 20 night run at the famed San Francisco venue available in various packages there's also a really cool nine minute mini film on YouTube you can check out just google Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers live at the Fillmore
5: in the winter of 1997 Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers performed 20 sold out shows the group would tear up their rigid set lists from their stadium tours and explore the songs and music that moved them to form a rock and roll band in the first place.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: Good evening to everybody here. We're the house band here at the Film You think you're gonna take it away?
0: Your money and your Yeah, it looks really good. Also, it's American Thanksgiving, so lots of new movies and theaters. My pick for you to check out this weekend in Montreal is The Fablemans. It's a Steven Spielberg semi-autobiographical movie starring Michelle Williams and Paul Dano. If that guy's name is familiar, he played Brian Wilson so well in the Brian Wilson biopic that was out a few years ago. They star as the parents of the young aspiring filmmaker Stretch here for Steven Spielberg. His name is Sammy. In
6: this
1: family, it's the scientists versus the artists. Sammy's on my team, takes after me
3: love something you also have to take care of it it's more important than your hobby
2: can you stop calling it a hobby you stop making movies it'll break your mother's heart i don't know what to do anymore
6: you do what your heart says you have to a lot of hearts
0: basically is what that movie's telling you there's lots of heart going on yeah and finally the sixth edition of the montreal raclette party Touches down at Atwater Market this weekend, coinciding with the spot's sparkling Christmas market. I'm checking this one out for sure. I'm going for the market. I'm staying for the cheese. (laughs) It's a one-day event tomorrow, offering a generous plate of raclette cheese, potatoes, pickles, and bread for 13 13 bucks.
1: That's it?
0: That's
6: it. That is it. Yum. It's quite Mm. aromatic, oaky, with an undertone of a mother's smile on a warm spring day. Yes. Yeah.
2: Those things, et cetera, et cetera, big words, chummy banter. <laughs> for
4: all the details,
0: look for a Montreal Raclette Party on Facebook. That, my friends, is Jay's Jams.
3: Cheese jams are always available at Shom.com. Internet magic. And mornings always rock. With Jay, Sharon, and Chantal on Shom 97.7. This is the Mornings Rock podcast.
0: show 97.7. It means a lot. You have a lot of choices. When you choose us, it is not lost on us. So we thank you for that and say,
3: oh, Bye. bye. Here's some stuff you may have missed. The best (laughs) and worst of the week that was. Completely out of context. It's Morning's Random with
0: Jay, Sharon, and Chantel. Uh, A lot of people have been asking about Chantel. You guys keep saying Chantel's not here, Chantel's not here, Chantel's not here. Where is she? Because she is taking a second job repairing boot dryers.
1: I can't get off the hooker thing, though.
0: (laughs) Butterscotch pudding.
1: (laughs) Put your eyebrows down.
0: You are never to hang out with him. (laughs) Ever.
1: We've got the damn truth
0: in the red. <laughs> i got to tell you, though, if Jagger was threatening to shiv me, I'd be like, all right, Mick, there's no need for you to get hurt.
1: Nude after nude after nude.
0: The reason <laughs> that hookers want a good, decent mattress is because what happens is if you don't have a good, decent mattress, you could end up not smelling good and having to move.
2: You are a smelly pirate hooker. Why don't you go back to your home on Whore Island? And I don't think anybody, anybody wants,
3: anybody wants that. You can keep your mornings rocking. Follow Shom, Jay, Sharon, and Chantal on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to keep the conversation rolling all day long.